It's time for Mile High Magazine, and hope you're having a great Sunday. It is Murphy Houston. Nice day today, finally. Some good weather, no snow in the forecast, but we got a great day planned for you. Uh, Suzanne Isbell, who's the Director of Regional Development for the National Brain Tumor Society, is joining us. Suzanne, how are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. It sounds like uh, you are doing well. And we got a big event coming up for the brain uh, Denver Brain Tumor people here, a virtual walk for hope on Sunday, May 2nd. It's kind of a fundraiser we do every year out here, which is a big deal for you guys, isn't it? It absolutely is. It's actually expanded to be a national presence this year. The event, of course, due to COVID restrictions, will be virtual. However, we are hosting a national brain tumor walk and race for hope uh, in an effort to really just just bring the brain to bring community together in one harmonious way across the country. Great idea. I like that. But for those that don't know, and we here in at Bonneville Broadcasting have been involved with the National Brain Tumor Society for a while. We kind of know about it, but maybe a lot don't. What is it? Can you explain more? Absolutely. So the National Brain Tumor Society is the largest excuse me, largest patient advocacy organization in the United States committed to curing brain tumors and improving the lives of patients and families. Uh, We've been in existence for about 30 years, and our vision is to conquer and cure brain tumors once and for all. Yeah, that's a bigger issue than people realize, isn't it, brain tumors? Absolutely, absolutely. We do have, uh, it is still considered a rare diagnosis, a rare form of cancer. However, it is uh, the number one uh, cause of pediatric fatality within within the younger population due to cancer. So it is still a, a, a huge problem and something that we're looking to eradicate as we uh, bring folks together across the country to educate them, to uh, participate in different research elements, and just to speak to the mission of the National Brain Tumor Society. I didn't realize it was such a pediatric problem. That's the first time I've heard that. Yes, no, it, it absolutely. It's a, it's a problem that definitely spans uh, pediatric patients and adult patients alike. However, just when regarding a cancer diagnosis, it is the most uh, deadly cancer diagnosis of the pediatric population. Wow, not good news there. So no. tell us how the National Brain Tumor Society is kind of different from other nonprofit organizations. And we talk to a lot of them here in Mile High Magazine. Talk more about yours. Absolutely. So we actually have three pillars, three approaches to uh, our vision of conquering and curing brain tumors once and for all. Uh, first, we take a multifaceted approach to uh, research, to uh, public policy, as well as patient education. Uh, we have a, an event each year called Head to the Hill, where we speak with local lawmakers across the country to help make policy changes that speak to uh, health care reform, uh, different things within the insurance industry, uh, different things that just speak to public policy. Uh, but we also have a very large research platform in which we provide uh, research dollars to different doctors globally who are making a huge difference within the brain tumor community and really working on some incredible science uh, behind the diagnosis of a brain tumor. But again, we also offer patient education. Uh, That could be anything from uh, a patient speaking one-on-one with our patient navigator uh, who we have on staff here at the National Brain Tumor Society or just learning a little bit more about their diagnosis from braintumor.org, which is our website, which is a wealth of information and uh, 
definitely something that if someone is diagnosed should have that be their first go-to to learning about their diagnosis and what they can possibly do uh, to speak to their doctors in an educated fashion. Great idea there. That's where it should start. If you have questions, and most people do, that probably involved with brain tumors in their life. And let's talk more about brain tumors and their impact. How does it work? How does it start? How do you know? So there's a lot of different ways that you know. Uh, essentially, um, we can't really speak to key symptoms or anything like that because it varies so wildly from person to person. Um, there's ever-changing issues that go along with the brain tumor community from things like um, headaches to seizures and everything in between uh, that could be a detector of something such as a brain tumor. Uh, That being said, I have the opportunity to speak with, I I think at this point, uh, hundreds and hundreds of uh, patients and survivors who all have very different stories when it comes to how they found out they have a brain tumor. Um, The best way of going about learning about such a diagnosis, very scary, life-changing diagnosis, is just being very candid with your doctor speaking to them about your symptoms, and really finding a care team that you trust. Uh, At which case, you know, if your symptoms do uh, become more severe, you can do different things like getting an MRI and doing the due diligence to find out a little bit more about your health. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Does it depend, a brain tumor, on what part of the brain it is affecting will determine your outcome? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, There's many different mutations, there's many different uh, variations of brain tumors, all different types of brain tumors, and the outcome varies wildly from diagnosis to diagnosis. Um, That said, it could also vary wildly from patient to patient. So it really uh, doesn't have that laser focus, uh, which would make it a much easier mission to conquer and cure brain tumors uh, if it was a little bit less of a moving target. So I'm reading in my notes here that you guys sent over from the National Brain Tumor Society. How can people diagnose brain tumors in advance of key symptoms? What does that mean? Uh, So it's not necessarily diagnosing brain tumors. We don't want someone saying, well, I get chronic headaches. This must be a brain tumor. We don't want people going down the rabbit hole in that regard because this is a very scary diagnosis and something that will change your life. But that said, I think the best bet is just to, if you have that that feeling that something is just off, that you're just not yourself, go to your doctor and really lean into uh, what they're telling you and their expertise when it comes to uh, diagnosing such, such rare cancers, such as brain tumors. Well, and like so many other situations, as far as your health is concerned, early diagnosis, I would imagine, is really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the doctors that you deal with now, what kind of advances have you seen in your involvement with the National Brain Tumor Society as far as diagnosis and cures and surgeries? There's probably come a long way. Definitely. Uh, there's definitely a different uh, pharmaceuticals that absolutely speak to a longer lifespan, uh, a better quality of life, uh, certain surgeries and advances within surgeries, and of, of course the expertise of the doctors, be it a neuro-oncologist, or a neurologist, uh, just the different doctors, and the science that they're leading into really does speak to a very different outcome than, say, 10 years ago or even five years ago. 
So are there new discoveries for patients that they should know about as far as brain tumors are concerned lately that uh, are big steps towards success? Absolutely. And I think anyone who's interested in learning more about it, uh, I'll be the last person, I'll be the first person to tell you that I am not a scientist. So to speak to the science uh, really uh, digs very deep within the National Brain Tumor Society and within uh, what we're able to offer in the way of patient education. So what I would recommend is if someone is interested in learning about those key advancements and what we've done in the brain tumor space in the past five, ten years, Go to Braintumor.org, and you can learn all about it there. Good place to start, as you mentioned before. We're talking with Suzanne Isbell, who's the Director of Regional Development for the National Brain Tumor Society. And a big job that is. You're covering, like, all the country. Are you ever home, Suzanne? <laughs> no, uh, maybe my children would say I'm home a little bit too much. Oh. Uh, no, it's, 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 uh, it's important work that we're doing here. Uh, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the incredible volunteers that I meet every single day and my amazing team that I work with every single day at the National Brain Tumor Society. So it really is, um, it really is a harmonious team, and uh, we work in lockstep with our volunteers. So I, I couldn't be more grateful. Well, you guys have come a long way. I, I always ask when I talk to nonprofits these days, and I have for the past year, how has the pandemic affected all you're doing at the National Brain Tumor Society? Well, it's definitely impacted uh, things that we come to count on, uh, certain things such as uh, sustainable fundraising or things as live and in-person events. Things like that look very, very different. As you know, that May 2nd event is going to be a virtual experience, and hopefully we can get back to in-person very soon. But even events uh, that people look forward to year after year uh, and able to come and meet and get FaceTime and hug and, and celebrate together looks very, very different in the virtual space. Uh, and as I mentioned, of course, um, fundraising dollars when there's so much uncertainty uh, around the economy and uh the job market, uh, that definitely impacts every nonprofit across the board. We're not, we're not alone in that. No, I bet not. There's a lot of struggling going on. So where does the money donated to uh, the National Brain Tumor Society go? So the money does go to the mission. Uh, the mission, again, speaks to those three pillars. Uh, it speaks to uh, research. It also speaks to advocacy. And it also speaks to patient education. So those are the three uh, pipelines that we use when we contribute uh, dollars raised and dollars accrued to the mission. So the event on May 2nd, which is virtual, how, do, how does that work? How, how do you go about that? Of course. So we are putting together a pretty robust program. Uh, we solicited videos from volunteers across the country, as well as doctors across the country, uh, different sponsors who support us throughout the year across the country. And it's going to be this one harmonious uh, broadcast of a virtual experience. We will live stream it on Facebook. Uh, people who are interested in participating or interested in watching the live stream can go to curebraintumors.org, and they can find us right there. It'll pop up on their screen. They can click on the link, and if it turns out that they're not able to join us on May 2nd, they can absolutely watch the program on YouTube Live on the National Brain Tumor Society uh, YouTube page, and they can find us there to watch the program then after. And then they can donate right during the program, the virtual program. 
Absolutely. So the month of May is Brain Tumor Awareness Month. So folks can, obviously they can donate throughout the year. It doesn't have to be exclusive to the month of May. But if they do really want to put um, meaning behind their donations and their donation dollars, uh, Brain Tumor Awareness Month, the full month of May is a fantastic time to do it. Yeah, good timing there for sure. And as we said, we here in Denver, through our Bonneville stations, are going to be deeply involved with that and hope to raise a lot of money to help uh, your cause because it's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Money and awareness. I mean, awareness, This uh, speaking with you uh, for radio spots like this is invaluable. So we do thank you. Well, that's kind of the Bonneville goal. We want to tie into the community. We want to make people aware in the Denver area what is going on. And there are so many nonprofits that need the help, like yourself. That's why it's our honor to be able to get on and make people aware. And people go, I didn't know that. And then they get involved. And that's kind of how it works. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it's cutting down to some, some simple answer there, but that's how it works. I do have one question about getting back to brain tumors and causes. It just kind of came into my, my brain. Is that a genetic situation? It isn't. Um, and again, there's there's so much research that's been done as to what causes brain tumors, uh, and they can learn more. Again, folks can learn more and, and take a deeper dive when going to our website at braintumor.org. But uh, we're finding that it isn't genetic. Um, there's different things that uh, cause don't it. Necessarily cause there. There aren't necessarily things that cause brain tumors, um, but we're finding that uh, folks are affected by this by various different elements. Um, again, I think I, I urge you to go to our website and read a little bit more about it. Uh, so I don't necessarily speak to uh, what causes brain tumors. Um, but I think going to the website is the best way to, to do your due diligence and research that way. We can learn a lot there. So give us that website again, uh, Suzanne, before I let you go here. Yes, it's braintumor.org. That's our main National Brain Tumor Society website. And if you would like to be a part of the event on May 2nd or learn about what's happening throughout Brain Tumor Awareness Month, you can go to curebraintumors.org. Very good. Suzanne Isbell, who's the Director of Regional Development for the National Brain Tumor Society, thank you for coming on. And again, as Suzanne just said, Sunday, May 2nd is a big day. You can go to any one of our radio stations here that work for Bonneville. There's all kinds of information on our websites as well. Suzanne, keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Thank you for going on with us for sure. I'm Murphy Houston. It's Mile High Magazine. Don't go away. We'll be right back.